Anyway, I saw, I watched some of Back to the Future the other day. And uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of movies from my childhood I watch and they're really not that good anymore. Uh, but I watched Back to the Future and Ghostbusters recently. And those two movies are, like they get better every time I watch them. You know, so you, you should definitely check that out if you haven't seen them in a while. And that got me thinking about uh, some things as far as, like I like movies about aliens. And I was trying to think of like, what are my favorite movies about aliens? And I think my top three are probably uh, Mars Attacks. Predator, Alien, right? Does even though Alien, do you think Alien is really an alien? Since the, I mean, we kind of went to see him. Do you know what I mean? Like, aren't we the alien? Maybe, maybe the, I mean, maybe we are. Maybe that's what the whole thing is about—that we're the aliens. Because we kind of went into space in that movie. And found what we said was an alien. But it's not really an alien when you go to their place and see them there. So, for that reason alone, Alien isn't even really an alien movie. Like, there, there was like an invasion. There wasn't an invasion of Earth, right? Like, an Independence Day. That's another one of my favorites. Independence Day is not, like, like it's not just... My, one of my favorite alien movies. It's also one of my favorite movie movies. I mean, it has everything you need in an action movie. Everything. It's got the cool black guy, the, the nice white guy, and they become friends, and then they, they fight the aliens. It's, it's, it has it all, you know? Anyway, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna call Tim about this. Hold on one second. I'm gonna give him a call. Uh, yeah, just just occupy yourself for a second. And sorry, I'm in my garage. I got fucking cars going by, and you can probably hear that in the background. So, if that's annoying you, I'm sorry. Pick up. Pick up. Hi, this is Tim. Oh, you fucking asshole. Name and number out. Alright. I'll call Merle. Merle's probably... Probably working. It's fucking... Annoying. Oh, oh. There we go. Right. You know he can hear it. You know he can hear his phone ringing. Come on. Hello? Hey, Merle. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm on, a, 
I'm at work right now. Oh, are you? All right. Can I call you in a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, man. Bye. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Well, that was that. <laughs> maybe, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, maybe have him call me later and then we can do this again. But I don't know. Let's go through some, let's go through some things here. Okay. This, this is why this shit is so hard right now. What, why is it that every band I hear that's like doing independent stuff is amazing but all they talk about on the news websites is like bands that are like half as good as these bands that no one talks about. I mean, I, I don't know. There's literally, I'm going through headlines on some of these sites and it's just like, they're still talking about like, like bands that were big in like, like fucking 80 years ago. And that's all they talk about. Def Leppard's official music video for new single Kick that actually sounds like it might be okay. I'm not a... I don't hate Def Leppard. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have brought them up in this little rant that I'm doing here. Like anyone fucking cares what I think. Anyway, I, I'm i making chicken wings today on the grill, probably. So that sounds like fun, right? Does anyone else do that? How do you like your chicken wings? Do you fry them? I like frying them, but it fucking... So much of a hassle to get the oil together and then it ruins the oil pretty much right away. I like my deep fryer, but I only cook mostly non-meat items in it unless I really want to just get rid of the oil. So like like the last little while that I that my oil has life, I'll do like a fish fry or maybe I'll cook some chicken wings. And but I don't like doing it all the time. So I cook mostly the stuff on the grill or in the oven. But chicken wings I like on the grill. And I had uh, I had some of these hot sauces that my wife w- uh, had got that are supposed to be like really hot. And they were pretty good. They weren't like too hot to eat. So I like that about them. Looks like David Ellison is going to perform at a homecoming event in Jackson, Minnesota. I guess that's where he's from. Oh yeah, his his former hometown. What is a what? What's a former hometown? Like, isn't it a hometown a hometown? It's not your former hometown, right? Like, I was born in a certain city, and I would never say, "Oh yeah, I was formerly born there." <laughs> so that's a weird way to say that. Anyway, I wish David Ellison the best. I hope he's doing okay. I hope he's able to have a career after his his recent. Uh, you know, expulsion from Megadeth. I think the whole thing, I just, I, I, I don't think we know everything about what happened. And I don't think that he really uh, deserved to be just cooked, kicked to the curb the way he was. But if you want to disagree with that, you can email me at AmericanMetalIM at gmail.com. And, and that, that, that's where you send all your hate mail. So, so if you hate me for some reason, you just send your mail there. But yeah, when, uh, 
when David Ellison was kicked out of Megadeth, I was frantically trying to get a hold of somebody who knows someone about who knows someone in Megadeth. Because I'm telling you right now, there's, there's nobody better for the job of being the basis for Megadeth than me. And you can, you can take that one to the bank. <laughs> so if you know Dave Mustaine or of the like, just tell him, hey, hey, Adam is uh, your guy. And tell him about American Metal I Am and American Metal I Am at gmail.com. He can get a hold of me there. And then we, we can talk. But I just, I, I can't imagine someone would be better for the job. So that, that, that's it. All right. All right, I'm done. I'm done talking about how great I am at things. But hold on, uh, Tim's calling me. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Tim. Hey, how's it going? Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Hey, you're on the podcast right now. Oh, again? All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I was just. Uh, I called you earlier to to ask you. What your favorite alien movie is? Um, like in general, or like the the series? Oh no no no! Like movie about aliens. I I had a whole thing about this earlier where I said that Alien isn't even an alien movie. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's they they went into space and found a creature. We were the aliens. Yeah, that's well, they're in space, right? Right, but like. An alien to me is like a being that sort of invades Earth. All right. So this person was just an extraterrestrial. Yeah, extraterrestrial is a better term. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So to you, alien is somebody who comes to Earth, but is not from Earth, not necessarily things from outer space. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I can work. I can work with that definition. Favorite favorite alien movie. I mean, I gotta go Independence Day, right? You, you just you just have to. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. You got Jeff Goldblum like fighting them with their own technology. You got uh, Will Smith punching an alien, which is just like, you know, that's the way to beat an alien. Um, and then nothing, nothing in the world beats the president's speech at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, greatest presidential speech of all time. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I don't care what JFK said. About why we're going to the moon, it doesn't it doesn't hold any salt to uh, Bill. What's his face? Who, who played yeah, the president? Bill, Bill that? Pullman. Bill Pullman. Yeah, not the guy who died. The other yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the best speech. And then he gets into a fighter jet and then fights the aliens himself too. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part of the movie when he yeah. when he's getting in one of the jets and his like his like advisor is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. It's a great, it's a great turnaround. It, it, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like this deal with Zelensky and Ukraine. You know, he's, yeah, it's, he's kinda, it's exactly it's, like that. Yeah, 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 it is kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great character arc for him too, because in the beginning of the movie, they're like, we hired a soldier and we got like a weakling kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, or a lamb. I don't remember how they said it. And then at the end, he, he's killing aliens in a, in, in a plane. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's, that's it's pretty cool. And then Uncle Eddie saves the day, really, at the end. Like, um, and he was right the whole time, which is the best. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody (laughs) thought he was crazy. Yeah, it's like, uh, you you see that movie Boondock Saints? Yeah. Yeah, remember when uh, there was that epic moment where Willem Dafoe, like, like loses it and he starts trying to like figure out what's going on and you know the the part where he's like and there was a firefight <laughs> and and like he's trying to figure out what happened and then Bob Marley's character was like was like well what if it was just one guy with six guns <laughs> and it just totally destroys the whole the whole moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing the reason I brought that up is because he was right. It was one guy with six guns. Yeah. And yeah. Willem Dafoe thought there was no way that was possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you see six different kinds of gun like evidence, you don't assume one guy has six guns on him. I don't think. Yeah, not I know. In city, not in the city, at least. You yeah. Know? It was a like, it was a extreme scenario. Yeah. That, like I mean, you like, need like a stupid person to solve for you. Yeah. So that, but it's, it's it's just that way in the city, you know. Like that, there's there's like a whole hour of West Side Story devoted to the fact that what's his face has a gun amidst like forty people. One guy has a gun, and it's the talk of the city. Yeah. Um, so it's weird for Willem Dafoe to think that one guy could have six guns, you know. Um, I think these are really relevant uh, movies to to bring up in the discussion about Independence Day and other alien movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if I go, if I go, uh, let me let me think about it. Number two, um, I mean, it was they're basically the same movie, but like uh, Mars Attacks came out around the same time. Oh, that was another one of my picks too. Yeah, yeah. You got Martin Short being a normal person, which is always not a great thing. I don't think in movies, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think he. I mean, he's good at it, but it's just like that's not why you hire Martin Short. You know? No, Martin Short. You got to hire Martin Short to be Clifford. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he's like the weirdest. Anytime you hear him in an interview, he's like the weirdest person. I, he, he must just be that way all the time. Oh, he's one and of the then, funniest guys ever. Yeah. And then he's the straight guy to to uh, Kurt Russell, of all people. And Captain Ron. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Ron was a great movie. Yeah. I think I was talking about that earlier in the podcast too. Is that uh, uh, I watched Back to the Future recently, and it's actually like a really good movie. Yeah. And a lot of times I watch movies from my childhood, and they're really not that good anymore. Some of them are not. Some of yeah. them don't hold up. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Back to the Future does in a big way. I think. I think Back to the yeah. Future is more relevant now than it was in the eighties when it came out. Well, yeah, I mean. Back to the Future 2 takes place in like 2015 so that's yeah. pretty relevant no I just mean yeah. like I didn't understand yeah. at all what like the science behind what they were talking about was happening and stuff like that yeah but now like now that I watch it and, I, and I've like actually like read about these sort of things it's like it's an amazing movie yeah they, I mean like you know the science is probably all still messed up but they use enough of the buzzwords in the right place and yeah. like that's that's really astonishing for the 80s yeah, and that's uh, all you can ask for, really. Yeah. You don't need them to have the right <laughs> science. It's just like in Jurassic Park, right? Like, it's not about the science actually being right. It's about them saying sort of plausible things in the right order. Right. And, like, you, you just go with it. Right. And when you work in Hollywood, you can call people out for misinformation and then make a movie where you lead people to believe horrible things. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's something that is a thing in our culture. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, all right. So let's, let's backpedal here. What's what's your favorite alien movie? Um, I think I think it's... Uh, I think I said Mars Attacks, Predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Predator. I never think of I like obviously it's an alien movie. I never think of Predator as an alien movie. Yeah, yeah. But it's more of an alien movie than Alien because it takes place on Earth. You know, yeah. They were uh, fighting. You know what? In, okay, so it it depends on how how you're thinking about Alien, though, right? Like in in the movie Alien versus Predator, uh, the Predators and Aliens were fighting each other on Earth like thousands of years ago. So like, they find an alien in space that belongs in space, but that species had come to Earth before. So if you're thinking macro-wise, like those aliens are aliens, right? Right. In Alien versus Predator, the alien is an alien. Right. But in the original Alien movie, the alien's not an alien. It's yeah. just a creature. All right. Yeah. I guess it depends on if you're if you're gonna. I don't know. If you have one alien, do you then think of the entire race of that alien as aliens, or is it on an individual basis? It depends. Like, where where are we talking here? Are we talking Earth? Or are we talking space? Okay. We okay. So we're talking alien, right? So yeah. the movie Alien, Ridley Scott, they're. We know from a future movie, Alien vs. Predator, that the aliens had been on Earth before, and, like, lots of them. So, when they find that same species in, like, the 90s, or whenever Alien came out, 80s, um, is, it, is it an alien, knowing that, like, there have been tons of that species on Earth already? Yeah. Or is it, like, a case-by-case basis, whether you call them an alien or not? Yeah, because if we're fighting Russians on American soil, they're aliens. If we're fighting yeah. Russians in Russia, they're not aliens. Right. You know? Yeah. So, still, yeah. So it's, that's a tough one. You're right. You, All right. I mean, but if they had been on Earth before, I guess you could call them an alien. Yeah. I guess we're just, I guess we're just trying to codify this, this word now. There's probably lots of confusing movies and stuff that will use it different ways, so... It's good that we're having a discussion now for the benefit of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think we're doing a really good service to humanity. This is what's needed right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Do right. you, can, I, can I ask you a question uh, that relates to the podcast? Yes. What's your favorite... Who's your favorite Indian? <laughs> Nobody. All right. <laughs> 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 Now, who, who's your? What's your favorite heavy metal band? Um, okay, I mean, obviously, all of my heavy metal experience was in riding in a car on the way home from the movies with you. So, um, <laughs> the, so, so winter song. Limited limited knowledge frame here, but I did always like Rhapsody of Fire, and I did always like Winter Sun. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, those are the only two bands you really need to like in order to get into other bands. So right, yeah. I just, I just didn't. I never made that plunge. I kind of went very much the opposite way and listened yeah. to bluegrass music now. So you know. No, I will say it, it. It takes a little bit more listens to like a band like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. But I encourage you to do so anyway. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> no, I fully appreciate the the whole genre. I just 
I feel like I never made the actual plunge to 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 actually get into it. You know, like I feel like the same thing happened with like punk rock with me, where like I liked a few bands that you were listening to, and then just didn't really bother going any further into it. Yeah, uh, I, I I go off and on with punk rock, and I'm pretty on right now. The reason is yeah. is punk rock isn't like it, it, it's it's more of just like a lifestyle than a genre of music you know it's it's you don't even need to be like uh like a punk rock music well let's face it it's 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 associated with like extreme uh progressive liberalism yeah well you don't necessarily have to be like that to enjoy the punk rock like culture yeah you can think you can really think you can think any way you want as a punk rocker, as long as you're just like, uh, you know, living in a way that doesn't rely on government and stuff like that. Yeah. That's which what I think anyway. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily like progressive in the political sense necessarily. Yeah. And that's the mind fuck really is that yeah. a lot of those, a lot of people in the punk rock community uh, worship government. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they try to say they're into anarchy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always been a weird thing about the use of the word anarchy. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, people, people who who celebrate anarchy are in favor of the government taking over everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that is that is a you know that that's true. Yeah, but I think maybe I, I think they're looking for. Like, and also, like, a lot of punk rock is also, like, anti, like, consumerism kind of sentiment as well. Yeah, Um, and that's that's great. That's a great part of the culture, really. Yeah. So, like, I think sometimes to them, anarchy might be a freedom from a specific thing rather than, like, traditional use of the word anarchy. Yeah, Uh, I know. So, yeah. So, it's still, yeah, it's still kind of backwards, and maybe they should find a different word. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's clarity, it's like it's like I, I I feel like that, that that's like my word, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be, you shouldn't just be throwing that term out unless you're really into it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for calling me back. You're um, welcome. it's good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. When is this? When does this podcast go out? Uh, sometime this weekend. Yeah. Maybe, I maybe to, tonight. I, I don't know. I'm, I, have you put out an episode since the one that you was like five minutes long? Uh, well, I did an episode last week. No, oh, I didn't see that one yet. Then okay. Yeah, uh, that was the one that you recorded at mom and dad's. Yeah, mom like I said. I, I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I did one since then. Okay, I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, I switched over to Acast instead of SoundCloud because yeah. I can put however much material I want on Acast. So yeah. uh, I'm pretty happy about that. It, 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 at least for now, I'm going to try it for six months and see how I like it. Um, if they start telling me, oh, you're going to need to pay now, then I'm going yeah. right back to SoundCloud. And I'll just, yeah, yeah. I'll just upload five episodes at a time like I was doing before. So how did, how did that work on SoundCloud? Was, was five like the max that you could have for free? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's two hours of material. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Is that why you're... I, I feel like you, you had a couple episodes early on with Merle that were longer, but most of them have been shorter. Is that, yeah. is that part of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
But supposedly on Acast, I can have it for as many episodes and as long as I want. So we'll see how that works. Yeah. It might be, I don't know, have you thought about just doing it through your own, like, like having a dedicated website and just setting up the RSS feed for that? Um, well, I don't want to pay any money for it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what about hosting? I guess it would only be on that. You get to host directly on Apple, like how iTunes used to be. Yeah, I, I'll um, think about I'll think about that stuff if I actually get monetized or something. Yeah, you know, so that'll be in the future. But for now, I'm not making any money doing this. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I can't justify spending money on it if I'm not making money from it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. That's what I've been trying to figure out. Like, I want to do something with, like, writing, um, and whether that's just, like, writing little, like, short stories or just writing, like, a blog, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if, I, like, I, I feel like having something there present, it, like, would help me actually do it because, like, I, I'm just really bad at finishing things. Um, not so much finishing it, but like going past the draft stage because I'm just like, I'm not putting this anywhere. Um, <laughs> so like, I think that that would help me, but yeah, I don't want to pay for anything. And like a lot of the free blogging sites are all like dumb now. So I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Well, you can still, I don't know. There's still a lot of things you can do if you want to be a blogger. Yeah. I mean, you know? I know there's a lot of things I can do. I'm just wondering if like, you know, I do this a lot with things where like, um, because I'm not good at like being disciplined at a hobby, like making a small financial commitment, like guilts me into actually following through with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's historically how I operate. So I, I try to avoid that if I can, but sometimes the, the money is worth actually doing the thing that I want to be doing more often. Oh yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that would be. I just I like writing, and I just haven't uh, done anything outside of like it's really since like school and doing dumb stuff at work where I'm writing stuff. Uh, like I write every so often, like a blog post for the the website. Yeah. Um, but that's that that isn't interesting whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, that's that's cool because I mean it's always it's been my belief for a long time that in order to be a complete man. You have to know how to write well. Yeah. And that's why, uh, I don't know if you ever seen the Hot Ones episode with uh, Ron Swanson. Um, I don't know if I've seen that one or not. I'm trying to, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But like, that was like part of his thing on there. And he they, they did this whole thing where they made him uh, define like like words that people don't use very often. And he yeah. knew all of them. That's really cool. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that was like one of the most cool things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think the biggest like surprise out of uh, Nick Offerman is just like how thoughtful of a person he is. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm a big like, fan. Yeah, like more than just being sm- like I don't even mean like smart. Obviously, he's smart, but it's just like when he, he asks when he gets asked a question, you can tell he's already thought about this kind of thing a lot, um, and he's not just like speaking on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Sorry to interrupt. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Azella. How's it feel? Good. I turned 18 twice. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, now you're a full adult because you're you're an adult as an yeah, adult. Yeah, that, that's what I told Ashley. I said, now I'm like an adult two times. Yeah. You know, so 
hopefully I can do it better than the first time I did it. But yeah, <laughs> well, I almost think by default you're, you're you're like you're probably better at being an adult in your thirties than twenties. Oh yeah, yeah. And everyone says that I I read about and stuff that your forties is the best decade. Yeah, so I think, I think the trick is making your thirties to to get yourself to where your forties are your best decade. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, but my my thirties have been good so far. I yeah, mean, I, it seems, it I, seems I, like it. I I own my own, you know, little piece of property in a certain place. Yeah. And, you know, I like doing that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot about like the twenties has been like really figuring out what it is those kinds of like goals that you actually have or like what you like doing. Mm-hmm. And the thirties thirties seem like I mean I'm only twenty nine, so I have no experience yet. Um but it seems like it's about actually doing those things yeah uh, but and that's why your 30s is actually a good time because you're still like athletic enough yeah to like yeah that's that's why i'm trying to get back into like running and stuff and i'm doing a little bit better now um now that i'm actually having to be out and about i'm at least like you know being active all day long because yeah. i don't want to spend my 30s being like out of shape mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't sound good because if I spend my 30s out of shape, then my 40s are going to be awful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel, too. Oh, um, yeah. How far do you live from... You You work in Manhattan? Yeah, it's about a... Uh, we use the, the phrase door-to-door in New York. Yeah. Um, and a door-to-door about, like, 35 minutes to work. Um, what does that mean? It, it means, like, from leaving home to walking to the subway, to the subway ride itself... To getting to work is usually around 35 minutes oh okay okay yeah so that's always a mix because like everybody's commute is kind of different like depending on how much you have to walk whether you take like yeah. two trains or a bus or something like that so like everybody kind of under- understands that when you say door-to-door it includes like every facet of your commute i was thinking because uh, when i was at your house i i uh i i mapped out how far Manhattan was and it was only like five miles it's really close depending on where you're going to yeah. like if you take um, if you take the train you could just take it four stops and you're right near Central Park okay um, and that's like you could get there in like 20 minutes from from where we live to the Central Park yeah um, it's a but that, that's pretty like high up in Manhattan um, and then there's a, there's a long way to go all the way to the bottom of Manhattan. So depending on where you go, it's either really quick or a bit far, but there's usually quicker ways to get places or more interesting ways to get places. Like we, every so often we'll take like a much longer time to get somewhere just so mm-hmm. we can take the ferry. Um, just because like you're on a ferry the whole way down, like looking at the skyline in fresh air and it's like the, the, the commute itself is an actually nice experience. Whereas like, the subway is just kind of like at the best of times fine. Yeah. Um, so like, we'll we'll take, we'll take extra time if it means like, if we're taking the ferry to get somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that, I that's also a good thing about the I, city. I, I, I just wonder, because like, is there like a good bike path you could take to work if you wanted to? I Yeah, I could take the bike path. Am I yelling? It's like, yeah, it's about five miles though. Um, it, it's just like, like a little bit complicated taking the bike because like 
in Queens. Not everything has like a really good bike area yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but there is enough that I could just have like a little bit of uh, a roundabout route to mm-hmm. get to the the bridge. And then the, the hard part is like the Queensboro Bridge. Isn't it's pretty good. Um, we haven't ridden over on the bike yet, but it's just like one of those things I haven't done yet. So, um, there's a few things like that. It's just a matter of like, I haven't really tried it yet. Um, and it's also like just far enough that I would probably be all sweaty by the end of the day because like I'm wearing a backpack the whole time. Yeah. And, um, if it's nice enough out to ride my bike the whole way, it's probably warm enough to sweat in. So like what I'm thinking of doing at some point is if I were to do something like that is like just do it on the way home from work during the summer when it like stays bright out long enough mm-hmm. um, and maybe like try to do that every so often or just take more time to ride a bike. But if you're in like Manhattan, they have tons of bike lane now. Um, it's been a big thing over the last like 10 years is like um, uh, is like actually carving out space for bikes to have like dedicated space. Um, so a lot more of the city is like really easily bikeable now just because like you're not necessarily in the street with all the cars. You have like a separate lane for, for everybody yeah. riding bikes. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. So, and then there's parks. Like if you're at Prospect Park or Central Park, stuff like that, like the, the whole place is built. So that way you can either walk or bike around the whole area. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all those are nice experiences. Do you think you're still gonna uh, come out, or what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking that I'll, I'll probably come out this year. Yeah. As long as, as long as, uh, you know, it, it doesn't go back to crazy again. Yeah, it definitely won't over the summer. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that everybody kind of has figured out by this point is like, no matter what's happening, like when it's nice out and everybody's outside, people don't tend to get as sick. Um, because that's just how most sickness works in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, even worst case scenario, I don't see everything shutting down over the summer. Um, yeah. But well, we'll see. Yeah, because uh, I mean, if if everything goes right, I uh, you know I might want to go to a Yankees game or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, we definitely we definitely go to a Yankee game and or a Mets game. Because either way, it's just like a nice yeah. Either target. one would be fine with me. Yeah. And actually, uh, I probably want. I've never been to a Mets game. I've only ever been to Yankees games when I go yeah, to New York City. Yeah, I mean, so. we could time it. They're always they're always a bit expensive, but we could time it for a Subway Series at, at the at City Field. Oh yeah, actually, that would uh, that's actually something I should plan. Yeah, so we can figure out the schedule. Usually, they're at City Field twice a year. I think. Yeah. Um. So we can we can plan that out, and then if it's in like if it's in like July too, then the the U.S. Open is there. Um, yeah, and actually, that I, I would really like to see that too. Yeah, and that's the same subway stop and everything too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, there, there'd be a lot going on. Um, and now that everything is kind of opening up, I think everybody's in a permanent "we're we're never closing again" kind of mood, at least in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of like the comedy and like big like music events are all getting scheduled a lot more permanently now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like we're gonna go see uh, John Mulaney in June. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's at uh, uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh man, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, me, me, and my wife were just watching John Mulaney the other day. Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know who Ashley is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like how I talk to people I barely know at work. 
but yeah, did you watch the which one? You watch the Radio City Music Hall one? Oh uh, no, we were watching just highlights on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. We were just at a uh, Radio City Music Hall for. Uh, do you know Hassan Minhaj? No. He had a one of those like Daily Show type shows on Netflix for a bit, but he was also a writer and like uh, actor on the Daily Show for a few years. Um, but he was at he was at Radio City Music Hall. Um, he's like I think he's getting ready to like record a special, so they like locked up our phones in like these lead bags and everything. Oh, uh, to make sure that you couldn't like record anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was very intense, and it made the line take forever. So yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that was like when I went to the Daytona 500, and Donald yeah. Trump was there while he was president. Oh yeah. yeah. And it kind of, like it was cool to see the president, but like, like the the Secret Service being there checking everyone kind of made it a huge bug, buzz kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the teacher. The teacher showed up at the party. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. Like people who worked at Palm Beach Airport always had a miserable time whenever Trump was at Mar-a-Lago because it was like the first time it's like cool. There's all the Secret Service, Air Force One is here, yeah. but then after like the seventh time, it's like oh good, they're shutting down the airport again. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool because uh, the Daytona Airport landing strip just is like right next to the backstretch at the at the Daytona racetrack. Oh, is it? I don't, yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. There's a really iconic like moment where Richard Petty is about to get his 200th win, and like yeah. uh, Ronald Reagan was just happened to be coming to that race, and while Richard Petty was leading the race, he was going down the backstretch, and Air Force One was like landing right next to him. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it, it was like one of the most cool things ever happened in sports. Yeah, sounds like he missed the race though. Um, yeah, he got there like near the end, I think. Yeah. But yeah, when uh, when Trump was there, they, they he took off, and during the race, Air Force One, you you could see the whole thing happening. It took off right right yeah. behind the the backstretch wall there. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, it was cool. I seen Air Force One other time when Obama was president too. Oh really? Yeah. Where was that? That was in Washington when we were, uh, me and Ashley were on like a just some bullshit vacation that where we ended up at Virginia Beach. And, oh, that one. Yeah, you talked about that one. Yeah, so, and it actually it was one of the best vacations I've ever been on. And we didn't even yeah. know where we were going, but we, we ended up at Virginia Beach. And yeah, and actually, I, I really like Virginia Beach, so that was, yeah. that was cool. That's the only time I've ever been there. But yeah, when we were driving through Washington, I drove down the... I can't remember the name of the parkway, but there's this parkway that you can take off of 95 and it goes through like, it goes near Arlington National Cemetery and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, when we drove by uh, like the actual city of Washington, Air Force One was like actually just happened to be landing there. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a president oh no that's why i was excited to see trump yeah. well, i mean whether you like him or not he was the president and i, I got yeah. to say that you know one time i seen the president yeah 
I would have yeah, been I would have been just as excited to see anyone else too. So this. yeah, yeah. I saw the guy that lost the uh, the mayor race uh, a few months ago. The guy in the red hat there. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was sitting next to me on the subway. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. I don't know what he was doing on the subway. That's pretty cool. Can't. I like took a picture of him because I was like, <laughs> I think it's him. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I was down in Daytona for Bike Week a couple weeks ago. I wasn't there for Bike Week, obviously, but it was happening while I was there. And uh, a couple times I thought I saw Chumley, but it wasn't Chumley. Everybody that you would expect to see yeah. of that group, at least, <laughs> in Daytona, is him. Uh, you think they're ever just going to make a uh, dedicated Pawn Stars channel? Because they're pretty close, I think. Um, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, it's the only thing a lot of people watch on the History Channel, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's that and American Pickers, and it's like yeah. at this point, like just just name it after those shows. Yeah, American Pickers. Ever since they got rid of Frank, I don't even like that much. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they're just trying to ride it out because they're trying to figure out. I think the History Channel has like streaming app now, so maybe they're just trying to ride out the cable channel and figure out what else they're going to do now. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. But anyway, I gotta start uh, cooking these chicken wings if I'm gonna actually do it. All right. So well, thanks. Happy birthday. Thank thank you, and thanks for uh, giving me some podcast t- content here. You're welcome. This yeah. Hopefully, as always, hopefully you got some usable content there. Well, I think we did. We we talked about Rhapsody and Winter Sun a little bit. So, <laughs> so that's touched, that's it good. The topic of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the movie we saw that night uh, at the drive-in? Uh, School for Scoundrels or Clerks 2? Oh, both of them. Yep. That, that yeah. was them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were probably too young to see Clerks 2 for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it was on like a Wednesday night too. <laughs> I mean, you know, Clerks 1 is pretty mild, you know. Yeah. Clerks 2 is pretty fucking graphic. Yeah. And so... I didn't know that was going to happen, so sorry if I damaged you at all. Nah, it's fine. I still, like, <laughs> there, I mean, the only damage things is, like, anytime I, I, somehow the number 36 comes up a lot, you know? Um, or 37. Yeah. And I always, in my head, immediately just think, you know, bro? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's one of my favorite things to say, too. <laughs> uh and then the contractor guy that has no uh, that has no sympathy for the the contractors on the Death Star. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said. So I, I passed the job off to a buddy of mine, and he got killed. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know um, Kevin Smith's that movie about like the Christian cult there? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Red State. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. I love how he ends it with the. He ends it with the. Um, what do you call it? The. Oh my God! The when the world ends. 
Oh yeah, the with the with the trumpets yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember listening to him. I don't remember if it was on Nerdist or uh, like Conan or something like that. But he was just like, "What's the weirdest way? Like, what's the wildest way I can end this movie?" And he was just like, "The Rapture." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was such a. It was not, awesome though. Yeah, I like, know. It actually made for an awesome ending. Yeah. Uh, it's just like it doesn't. It is not a movie that like feels like it's coming at an actual like spiritual religious place. It's more just like here's this group of crazy religious people and these people that kind of suffering because of them. But then all of a sudden the rapture happens at the end and it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you go make your chain links. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Tim.